0: and welcome to the Silver Screen Queens podcast. Every week we watch a movie and sit down here to talk about it. I'm Katie. I'm Mel. And we're your hosts. This week we watched The Good Dinosaur, directed by Peter Son and released in 2015. The plot of the movie goes something like this. A young dinosaur named Arlo struggles with life on his family's farm, but after getting lost in the wild, discovers his true strength. Yes. You just smiled at me like to say, I've seen this before. <laughs> and that is such,
1: that sounds like such a boring plot. It is such a boring plot. I've just, I watched this and I was like, I've seen this before. I feel yeah. like I've seen this movie before. Oh, this is the bit where the dad's going to die. Oh, this is the yeah, bit yeah. where this is going to happen. Oh, this is the yeah. bit where the wise old guy's coming
0: in. It's like the Lion King, but with less plot. Mm,
1: Yeah, or or Finding Nemo or Star Wars or like any – like it just has the same plot as so many movies. It really
0: does. But it's not just that it has the same plot as so many movies. It's not my biggest problem with this movie – number one by far was the disconnect between the backgrounds and the characters. I couldn't get through it. Oh, right. I couldn't get past it. I like, cause it, it'll have these gorgeous, amazing shots of mm. the landscape. And then these weird cartoony looking characters with no nipples come in. The child had <laughs> no nipples. It freaked me out. Oh, right. Right. I never looked close enough to notice that the child had no nipples. I didn't look closely. It's just like, you know, it's the screen's big and he's there. Mm. Um, No, but it, it they, they look so cartoony, yep. and it's on such photorealistic backgrounds yeah. that it, it's, it just looks like cartoon characters being drawn on the real world. It's weird.
1: I don't think I noticed it when I watched it, but now that I'm looking, I'm just looking at some still photos, and I'm like, oh, yeah. They did seem to, to me, have put more effort into the clouds and the water than into, like anything else and
0: it means that some of the scenes don't look good which is at least like my least expectation of Pixar movies is mm. that they will look good but like the scene where um, Arlo's dad drowns yeah uh, everything looked wrong it looked too shiny and like awkward it kind of looked screensavery it didn't look good to me and and i think that's because of the cartoonish nature of the characters it really i could it really like stuck with me that i just couldn't but i mean there were a couple of bits where i laughed but for the most part i was just kind of like yeah okay i did really like the uh the big horned dude uh, um, the yeah, yeah, yeah. it's played by the director who comes out of the trees with all the birds yeah, on him. Yeah, that, cute. that was easily my favorite part of the movie. Not only because of the, um, I name him, I keep him bit, which I was like, Star Wars rules. That's Star Wars rules, right? If he <laughs> names him, he keeps them. Yeah. Um, which made me happy, but also because he has this line about the, the animals that protect him. And he's like, this one protects me from night terrors and this one protects yeah. me from <laughs> mosquitoes. And this is Dream Crusher and he protects me from getting. My hopes up too high or yeah. something like that. I laughed for, like, 30 seconds solid. I thought that was the funniest yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. That was a great character. I liked that guy, too. I, but it, he's only in two seconds. No, and it. in
1: the middle of, like, a whole heap – I mean, maybe if you're five, this is all new to you, but if you're
0: watching it and you're any older than that, you're probably like, yeah, I've seen – this Sound this seems very familiar. Yeah, very and very episodic. Yeah. um, and There t- wasn't much of a connection between things. Um. As soon as Sam Elliott showed up, I was really pleased. I liked yeah, yeah. the Sam Elliott voice. Yeah, yeah. The With work Anna that he is one of the daughters in that, of him. There's only one, one daughter. daughter. Every daughter. single family structure in this movie is mother or absent mother, father or absent father, and one, one son, one yeah. daughter. And then maybe somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe another son. But every single one is like, there's one girl. Mm. And not just the family structures, the, the vulture, vulture um, gang, pterodactyls. Yeah. There's one girl in the gang, yeah. One girl, all guys. Uh, the, 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 um, dinosaurs with the feathers. Yep, yep. Which are, are they velociraptors? The velociraptory feathery dinosaurs? Yeah, I know what you mean. One girl, yep, the rest of guys. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, infuriating. Yeah. Actually the the whole family structure, the whole like kind of retro 50s style uh gender politics of this movie was really irritating. Well,
1: I think that's part of it too is
0: that it was so old-fashioned, like the
1: story about a boy who needs to grow up because of like a boy who doesn't fit in who has to go and out his into dog. the wild and his dog and grow up. Like it's so old-fashioned. Mm. Um, just so like it was really unexpected it just and for a Pixar movie as well, they're just so really, really not it didn't push any envelope in any direction. Didn't push it in in its politics. It didn't push it visually. It didn't push it story wise. It's just no. like, yeah. and this is Pixar. Like, and apparently this had a bit of a troubled history. I was reading the Wikipedia article earlier, and apparently it got delayed like two years, and they sacked the original director, and then they rewrote it, and there's all these new casters come in. and It's just see. It seems like it was pretty troubled from the start. I actually did
0: like the cu- the voice work on it. Yeah, um, I um, thought Jeffrey Wright is in it. Yeah, and uh, and the bo- the guy who voices the brother in that family is black as well, and then. Francis McDormand voices the mother, so I think mm. there's a there's a in the casting there's some interesting kind of racial good mm. stuff. But I thought across the board, in spite of it being kind of you know. Very traditional, and what you'd expect from these voice these uh west because it's basically a western. Mm. So like what you expect these western characters to sound like. They still everybody did a really good job. Mm. Um, the little boy voicing Arlo was great. Yeah, he uh, was really. Good. You know, he had all the right inflections and all the right emotions, and and uh there were moments where I th- found Arlo genuinely. Affecting, mm-hmm. which was good, uh, and and the adults all did a great job. Um, especially, like I said, Sam Elliott, but a lot of the other ones, you know, um, the the turnaround on the um, the vulture pterodactyls, uh, where they start out and you you know their mm. trouble from the beginning, yes. but the other because kids in the watched audience a lot of movies, yes, but like because yeah. I I did watch it, I watched it in the middle of the day, yeah. Actually, um, we, had a, we um watched it with an
1: audience, which had a few kids in it too, yeah, it and cool. that
0: made it much more interesting to me. Mm. Also, yes. my stepmother cried, yeah. Um, um. So, yeah, we, we so watched So, obviously, it. some people liked it.
1: Right. And well, we watched it next to a, a girl whose dad had fallen asleep, who was about six. <laughs> um. And so, she was like – and she kept asking questions, like – and she would turn to Jelly to ask questions because she didn't have anyone else to ask. She particularly had a lot of questions, I think, about the short at the beginning, Um. which is sort of understandable for a little white kid, and that's a good thing. Um. But, yeah, she would keep yeah, asking. Yeah, that was the best part of the movie. I know, right? That was Hands Sanjay's down. story. I love that. A- a- but, um. yeah, she kept asking questions, and she seemed to be enjoying it and, like, actually genuinely fearful when, you know, things were... Go wrong for him, which is like I guess it's doing its job for that audience, but it's just you know for anyone who's got any interest in good kids movies or interesting, different, diverse kids movies, it's not.
0: Um, the yeah, there were certain bits like the 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 little girl behind us burst into tears when the um vulture pterodactyl. Yeah, yeah, she was worried. Yeah, and uh, I think it was interesting. I I I know what they were trying to do with the movie, but most of the kids in the audience still identified more with Spot than Arlo. Mm. Um, okay. As far as I could tell, they were more afraid for Spot. They were more, uh, when Spot was sad, that was more interesting to them Okay. um and uh i think also it's trying not to spell everything out for the audience but some things were not spelled out enough yeah. for people um the bit with the family at the end that kind of adopts spot yeah which by the way everybody knew that was coming right um yeah, yeah. but that bit like they thought his real family had come back to collect him yeah they weren't it wasn't
1: obvious to the kids no and and it, i think it was obvious to the adults but it wasn't Well again else.
0: my stepmother did not pick that up. No okay. She thought that was his real family as well. Yeah okay. So she didn't she understand why been. the the that he showed that his parents were dead at the beginning and then they showed up at the end. Right right. So like they there's things like that where something. where like it's sort of, in some ways, it's oversimplified, but in other ways, it's not clear enough what's happening. Yeah,
1: Because no, that wouldn't have taken much. It would have just taken a little backstory of him, what, what had happened to him.
0: Yeah. And in terms of the world building as well, oh, well, Ar- Arlo could just say back what's happening. He could yeah. just, like, you know, comment on what's happening. Um, but in terms of the world building as well, gosh, dinosaurs evolved a long way without having opposable thumbs. Yeah, to build farmhouses. and <laughs> <laughs> With their mouths. Mm. That always drives me crazy because part of the reason that we've evolved to the point that we've evolved is because of opposable thumbs. Yes, but this
1: is still, I think they just wanted to make a different, they wanted to make a character who I know that what they reliable, were doing was again they...
0: but like it's when you know, when that... you've got nothing else to think about in the movie because it's not interesting enough, you're sort of like watching Arlo like try to climb up you know, mm. try, climb up mountains and try to make his own shelter and stuff like that and you're like, how do they do these things? Mm. Like there, there's certain things that they just brush past Mm. that they're like oh yeah they can totally make this but if you actually tried to see them do it it wouldn't work you know yeah that's i think that's pretty common in kids stuff it is it's just that i didn't have anything else to think. yeah (laughs) i was thinking about that a lot because again it just and every so often i would just be like breathtaking by the beauty of the scenery yeah and the characters would come in and ruin it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's what I what happened. That's why I found myself thinking, "Wow, look at that water! I bet someone at Pixar had to work on that for like six months,
0: right?" Um, yeah,
1: because I, I was getting bored of other things. And then there was a bit where, um, Spot keeps jumping up above the clouds, and I'm like, "I bet somebody spent like ten months working on clouds."
0: But that bit was good. Like, yeah, it was I think cute. when when it's just them traveling through the mm-hmm scenery it's actually better than when they're trying to do plot
1: (laughs) yeah i i like you i quite liked it when they met up with the t-rexes and there was a little cattle rustling subplot
0: yeah and the t-rexes you know turnaround was kind of fun Mm. that they seemed like he he came across them and he was like oh no they'll be bad but they were good guys Mm. i don't know how that works functionally Mm. but it was kind of fun right yeah um there was this interesting like vegetarian message like they didn't actually get as far as like the t-rexes obviously
1: eat other dinosaurs and he's a he's a um plant-eating dinosaur. Well,
0: I thought they also might eat their Herd. Yes. That's what I figured. Um, which are not that's dinosaurs. Why they were keeping the herd is yeah. my and, and yeah, that's that's the you know, there are dumb animals and then the intelligent animals and, and mm. that's the um and, and humans are obviously at a turning point in their evolution where they're moving from one to the other. Is right. And uh, but Arlo, from it. yeah,
1: yeah. And Arlo is very particularly always vegetarian and it's always showing to be that way, except there's one time when Well, he's
0: not a vegetarian, he's a um a um what's it called? Ca- um, not carnivore, the other one. Yeah. And not
1: omnivore, the other one.
0: Yeah, that one herbivore. He's, herbivore. he's a herbivore. Yeah. yeah, So he's not a vegetarian. He literally can't eat. He can't. Animals. Yeah, and so he, which is that that whole section again. It's been done before, but it was still really cute when Spot was bringing him all the different all types the different of food. Bugs and, and stuff. And then he yeah. uh, bit the head off the disgusting bug, which creeped me out because it was a giant. <laughs> that that bit was funny. But I
1: that that was interesting to me because I
0: I'm wondering if kids watching that will be like, oh, we shouldn't eat meat.
1: We should just eat things that come off trees. I don't know.
0: Maybe it just seemed more like again. I feel like the kids in the audience identified with Spot more anyway. Yeah, but it seemed also. So more like this particular, like we should respect our friends' wishes more than mm. we should only eat vegetables. Right, right. Yeah, does no, so that make sense. sense? Like yeah, yeah. we should we should get to know our friends and find out what they like. Yeah, and rather, and rather than which is to nice make message. them like uh, what we like. Yeah. Yes, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, it does seem like that.
1: That Spot was the one who the people ad- the kids identify.
0: Yeah, with. and I think they were trying to make the kids identify with Arlo. Yeah, but it was hard, and I think part of that is. In the design part of it is in the fact that the kids can really see themselves, like, cause Spot looks like. It looks like one them. of them, but he also is like, like a small
1: kid. Nobody listens to him. And he's sort of, he's, um, he has to kind of try really hard to get anyone to pay, pay attention to him. His ideas are not considered. Like, Arlo's a bit more of a grown up and he, and Spot's really kind of treated like a pet.
0: Well, yeah, I don't know if that's to do with I mean, that's more to do with what they were trying to do with the movie, in that it's it's the dinosaur and his pet human, that Scott was filling the dog role, and then even at the end, he has to go and be with his own kind is what happens to animals in those movies most of the time. True. So I I think the I don't know if that was a conscious decision. There's a lot of things in this that I was like, I don't know if this is a conscious decision, but I'm not entirely Mm -hmm. pleased with the direction that they decided to go in. Yeah, like having one girl in every family? Like having one girl in every family, but also none of the girls do anything at any point no there's even weird gendered like when spot returns i'm um, sorry when arlo returns to his family at the end of the movie and she does the whole henry thing even though he's like a good half as tall as henry mm-hmm. which is crazy but um when uh the family come over to greet him the the mother and the sister come over and like hug him and buck like bumps his head against dalos mm. and you're like they're dinosaurs yeah male dinosaurs they're, don't hug and they're brothers and there's still no homoing yeah it's it's weird yeah the making your mark thing also was mm-hmm. like i don't feel like it played through the movie enough um it didn't seem like that was really a goal that that well, cause, Arlo cause was working the towards. the other four
1: got their made their marks so quickly and then Arlo kind of went off and did so many other things that we, that we forgot about it.
0: Well, yeah, and there's also the fact that what he was doing was so wildly different from, like, farming a field. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is what the others got their marks so for. You know? And then his even... father decides the only way you can get it is to kill an animal. Yeah. Which is a, such an odd kind of choice. Again, very like old fashioned and very sort of frontier-ish. and it felt like they were trying to pull back from that. Yeah, while also doing it, which doesn't mm. quite work. Like they were trying to pull back from that kind of. They were trying to make the dad a supportive, kind person, mm. while also trying to make him an old fashioned dad who wanted his kid to. Yeah to man up and you can't do both no you don't get to do both you got to pick one it made henry not uh, it made henry a very inconsistent character mm. and then the mother was just not a character basically no didn't um really do anything the fact that all three of the be- kids were born with their traits intact oh i know right odd yeah i hate i i don't like scenes in movies where children are born okay Because almost all scenes in movies where children are born go pop out a baby. And this one, she doesn't even, you know, she doesn't give birth because they're eggs. So Mm -hmm. there's none of the actual like stuff involved with, with having the baby, but it's always like pop out a baby. I'm naming that one this. I'm naming that one that. And that's the end of the scene. And you're like, yeah. And this this one, it seems
1: like the baby comes out of the egg, runs towards the parents. And then suddenly it's got it like, and they, they name it based on that two seconds of running to their parents. Yeah. And, And so like Buck is born. He, and so he runs to his dad and starts headbutting and they're like, that's Buck. Like, okay, that's, you're just going to base his naming on what he's done, like, in the three or four seconds postpartum. Well, totally. that's his entire personality. Yeah. It's just all in one thing there. Mm. Um, I think they do the same with Libby, although all that, Libby, all that Libby's personality really is, is the girl...
0: No, Libby is sneaky. Libby does the thing at the beginning where she oh, uh, right. she gets yep. buck to water the field for. See, that kind of interaction I would have actually liked to see more of the siblings and more of Arlo trying to fit in with them and not mm. quite fitting in with them and stuff. That was much more interesting to me than his actual story. Yeah. Like the the family interactions and stuff where because it's not just Buck that's stronger and and better than Arlo, it's Libby as well. Mm. And Buck and Libby uh, seem to get along with each other better than they get along with Arlo. Yeah. And so… There could be some really interesting family dynamics there that they chose to ignore. They did like yeah. two scenes of it so that they could do the other stuff.
1: And all of their sort of like, they're just kind of like, they don't really have interactions with Arlo other than to kind of look down on him as the slow little brother. They don't really, there's no cute interaction like the one where Libby makes Buck water the field yeah. for it, which is, is cute. They don't have, that neither of them have one of those interactions with That's their brother. That's because all of them only and, have one personality trait. And it's all about. Um, yeah, and it's all about the parents wanting him to do better, or him trying to please his parents, and that also probably doesn't ring true for children in the audience who it's kind of more important for them to start to learn to fit in with their peers and their siblings and all that no, sort not of stuff. No, not at that age.
0: No, it's about parents
1: when they're like, yeah, like in maybe some lower primary school, infants.
0: No, usually it the the um, well, usually the fitting in with the peers things happens at puberty, but since that's younger now, it usually happens around year five, year six. Yeah. Um, but this is clearly not aimed at year fives, year six, no, no, this is aimed, aimed at, at like little yeah. kids. It,
1: it's it is, but like I don't I think like little kids would also they would be comparing themselves against their siblings as much as they would be worried about pleasing their parents.
0: No. I I mean, kind of, but I I do think that they would be largely concerned with uh or uh, with um parents. Um right. yeah, I don't think that's really the case. Um but it, it just would have been nice to see more of that because I thought that was stu- that stuff was much more interesting than the concepts that the journey taught him because nothing in that was new. No, nothing in that was there wasn't anything for him to bounce off. There wasn't all it was was you've got to overcome your fears and stuff that sort can, of thing. And you can and go like,
1: to like a hundred better kids movies to get that story. Yeah, that that sort of um losing the parent. Or Lion King. Yeah, yeah, exactly. L- Which this movie was so much like Lion s- King. Yeah, so much like it. Yeah, D- didn't have the 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 Hamlet. Franchise but it otherwise was all identical.
0: Well it didn't have the it epicness, it didn't have the score, it yeah. didn't, have, it didn't the- have the charming characters, it didn't have the um
1: yeah no it didn't. It had like it hit certain things like the it had the vultures and it had the um the scary looking characters who turn out to be your friends and all that sort of and stuff. And the hyenas. Yeah. But it didn't have any of the charm or the wit or the originality or, yeah, or no. the
0: staying power. Um, Or the, like, the, that, again, I think the making a mark thing didn't come through enough. No. It just doesn't come through enough. And also the the running away thing in Lion King is so important. Mm. But Arlo just kind of gets taken away. Yes. Yeah. He, that's That he's was not his thing. agency. He just got he just yeah, gets taken it's, away. He's
1: not, he doesn't choose to do it. It's just kind of like what
0: happens to him. And it it's a lot of him not choosing things. Yes, it is. He only makes a choice really when his the ghost of his father,
1: <laughs> yeah, well, Lion I mean, King and Hamlet again.
0: comes to him and and yeah. isn't real. He sees the footprints and
1: yeah. Well, that that bit
0: was well, kind I mean, of haunting and not, interesting.
1: And there's the, he's the he does choose not to kill Spot and to protect him. That's but once he chooses not to kill him, the choice to protect him is sort of mm.
0: well. Spot kind of chooses to protect Arlo first. Yeah, he just ends up reciprocating. I do really. I think I. I do think that that. I don't know. I just feel like it wasn't that. Um, it had these moments where it could be good. Yeah. Um, that scene when Arlo and and Spot are mourning their families. Yeah. That was a good moment. Yes. Um, and and like the way that they communicated that across was a good moment, mm-hmm. and that could more of that. Could be interesting. Um, there Although was. We
1: were talking before about how people didn't quite realize. No, because that.
0: they figured that out then. Then they couldn't figure out why, why his there was a family. To him yep, later. Okay. They didn't realize that that was a separate family. Right, right. Okay. Um, so that I think it was the later on part that needed more clarity. Right. That bit was, was perfectly clear. That made sense. Um, Because they did the parallels, the two parents dying and then so he yep. knocked over his dad. That made it clear for everybody. But later on, they didn't make it clear that this was not his actual family. Right. It just seemed like it was his family. Even though they all looked entirely different. But they did, but kids don't notice that. Right. And also… <laughs> some other people don't notice that they did yeah. look entirely different and for people who uh you know but have, have investigated that sort yeah. of thing right. then we will know like that these guys look really different from this child even though they're all white. That's that's probably the problem is that all, all white people look alike and they just you if you're white you will be able to tell the difference. Maybe that's not it. yeah all the trouble the, with the it. kids don't don't realize that either. Yeah. The ki- kids don't look for family resemblances in families they just go no. oh this must be the dad. Yeah yeah. They they don't have that depth of interrogation of the film Mm. um they're they're looking at everything as it's being presented to them Mm. i i also feel like it wasn't that interesting for kids the kids behind me got into like arguments and fights at certain parts and stuff they weren't really paying attention to a lot of the movie yes um i didn't it didn't keep up the pace enough for the kids to stay interested no there was a lot of talking in my cinema too and there were only certain moments where they weren't like there were there were some parts where they were really engaged and then that would pass
1: yeah well like if there was a fight or a chase or something like that they were okay but then there was a lot of like there was a lot of stuff that was a bit kind of slow or went a bit over their heads yeah um yeah
0: it did it, it wasn't it doesn't function as a kids movie no and it doesn't really work for adults no it's not boundary pushing. It's not telling a story that you'd think Pixar would tell that's got bigger themes than what's going on in it. Uh, Even that Pixar put its name on this
1: and put it out. It just seemed... This is like a like it, always has the feel of like a training film that they put their, Like you put your new staff on to teach them how to make things look pretty or how to how to build a store, a three act story, a classic story. Like it just didn't, it really didn't feel like it was Pixar quality.
0: And it feels like it's a big step backwards in terms of um in terms of their storytelling mm. because this is the um like two friends kind of story that they were doing earlier. Two friends go on an adventure together, right? It's and just, it's, I mean it's a Toy Story, it's a Monsters Inc., which are both better Finding than Nemo, this.
1: yeah. And which are all really good, and we know that they can do it Up. We know that they can do it well, mm. and they can do they do it here. But they don't. It, all it, all of those films did something that was a bit different, like Up or Finding Nemo or Monsters Inc. All of them did some added something to the buddy and it's in storytelling,
0: not just in the world building. No, because I think no. I think what they were trying to coast by on was that this world was different and interesting, and and, and it's it is not interesting enough. No. Like, and especially not in
1: America where there genuinely are people who believe that dinosaurs and humans coexisted at the same time. (laughs) Like, this is not – like, there are people who will go to this and be like, yeah, of course dinosaurs and humans exist at the
0: same time. It says so in the Bible. But I'm pretty sure the kids who go to this will go be like, (laughs) but humans and dinosaurs existed at the same time because they didn't really, they they did that thing that is a curse in kids' movies, by Mm. the way. You can't put writing up on a screen in a children's movie to explain what's happening. You can't do that because kids don't read that fast and they're not going to know 65 million years ago.
1: They're not going to be able to conceptualize that, and they're also yeah, and they're just going to see like oh, pretty shooting star, that's nice, yeah, and they they, they don't know about asteroids in the end of the dinosaurs. They think dinosaurs are cool, and no, their dinosaurs are, lots are extinct. Of di- kids
0: who do know about that sort of thing, there are lots of kids who do. But are a lot of the kids who are watching this in the audience are not going to pick are up. Are they going to pick that up though, from
1: seeing like a picture of the world, some writing on the bottom of the page that they won't pick up, and then some shooting stars going
0: past? Because I don't think they will. No, I don't. Think like, they I will. mean, the kids who are totally into dinosaurs will, but yes, not. That's not all kids. No, it isn't. And also, yeah, it it makes it very unclear as, as to what's happened. Yeah. Um. It doesn't make it clear at all that like that. You know the dinosaurs lived past when they were supposed to go no. co- extinct. Um Ice Age does a better job of that. Yeah, genuinely, yes. Ice Age does a better job of explaining that the dinosaurs all died out or like Ice should Age have is died a out. a better kids film than this. Like it, it know, is, it's because not because as much as it's sillier. It's also like at least the characters are interesting yeah, and ki- funny. Kids keep
1: engaged. It's like it gives them. The, it's always got something on the screen to keep them interested. Yeah. There's no kind of it, this just wasn't like. Uh, yeah, I just I, I'm surprised this was even Pixar. Like it's probably the only reason I went on to see it. it was it was because it was Pixar. The only
0: reason I went to see it. Yeah, um, it's
1: also a step backwards in terms of Pixar had been trying to branch out in recent years with Inside Out and Brave. Yeah, but see, I didn't like in, Inside Out that much. No, either. and I didn't like either of those two that much. But you they, like Brave. I like Brave now. I didn't like it on my first viewing and we watched it and I was like, mm-hmm. um, it took me a while to appreciate Brave. Um, I think
0: Brave is has the problem of its themes are better than its storytelling is. Yeah um, it has great themes and really interesting like ideas in it, but it went for a storyline that was a bit too safe. so the middle is very yeah uh, watery.
1: This, this has like solid, it's it's a solid structure
0: in terms of story. It's just not enough. No. For what you can't what just you have a structure. From from Pixar. and, and from you can't the- keep like if you're gonna do it, you've gotta have really engaging characters. You can't just bring in a character for one scene and then dump them. Mm. You've got to keep the interesting characters going, not just like people that he meets along the way. Because Arlo
1: on his own wasn't enough. Well, Arlo and, and Spot. Spot
0: weren't enough.
1: There was a, the, that's why it lightens up so it picks up so much when <laughs> Sam Elliott comes in.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered when I was watching it. There's this bit where Arlo's like, "I have to help him because I love him," and I'm like, "Goonies." <laughs> it was my first thought on that it front. Probably was a reference. That was my first thought when that happened. And then the climactic scene where he saves spot is not that interesting Mm. it's not the vultures the they haven't been built up enough as bad guys no you've only seen them once before and this is again the same problem all of this stuff that's happening you see it once and then the kids are expected to remember for the rest of the movie what's going on who
1: are they oh wait are they the you know wait they're still around kind of thing yeah exactly Mm.
0: although i really liked the upside down sharks bit when they had the their um, beaks, I think, oh, coming yes, through yes, the yes. sky. Oh,
1: that was so clever. That was so cool. Yeah, this was another reason why I'm pretty sure they worked on clouds for this movie.
0: Well, this is, I think, what they sort of had was like, it's kind of like a series of storyboards that they went, how are we going to get from this one to that one to that one? We have some great ideas here. How are we going to put them together? Yeah, I don't and we, know.
1: We really want to work on how we do water and clouds. And also, we want to work on the American, um like, the it's that Western American landscape, yeah. the Utah and the Montana kind of landscape. But, like, Again, it feels like it's something – it's like a training exercise where they've pulled together a training exercise for Pixar, very expensive training
0: There's exercise. There's so many good things they could do with the Western too. Mm. Like the the traditional Western – I don't really like Westerns, but I really love like Westerns that are added with some well, other genre. Yeah,
1: but, but Western – the traditional Western is ripe for both reinvention and interrogation. Yeah. For interrogation because of its connection to colonialism and the – taking of the country by white people and also for reinvention because it is it's old it's not popular it's very traditional and it's but it also asks some interesting questions like i, I don't know why you could do a lot with western even for a kid even for kids mm especially for kids
0: even. There was actually something weird about the sound design too that really uh, that I noticed that kind of bothered me, which is when they were doing the the rustle of the of the herd. Mm. The soundtrack, the music had whip sounds in it. Yeah. But they don't have whips or hands. Oh, well the T-Rexes do have hands, but like but, but they can't use whips. They're not going why yeah, they don't have whips. And you can hear it on the soundtrack and you're like where is that sound coming from? It doesn't sound like it's part of the music, but it's not coming from yeah. the movie. That is a like Filmmaking 101, right?
1: Surely. Yeah, it's a conceit that's sort of uh, – obviously they thought they'd be clever and try and get you to make the association with mustering and all that.
0: But again – But we made the association without the whip sounds and the whip it- sounds aren't coming from anywhere. Mm. You can't just do that. You can't have sounds on the soundtrack that aren't coming from anywhere unless it's part of the narrative that you're doing and it isn't. It's not like that they were doing like strange narrative choices and strange soundtrack choices and things for the rest of the movie. Mm. So you can't do it this one time. It's got to come from somewhere or be part of the music, but it was too loud to be part of yeah. the music. It sounded like it was in the it real. Was, they
1: were just trying to do it because they thought that they needed it or they thought it would be clever and it wasn't. Um, yeah. <sighs> in fact, when I was talking about like Western and colonialism, I found myself a better idea for what this movie should have been about and I think it would have been more interesting if they would, if they started to investigate the stuff about humans taking over the dinosaurs and the other animals' territory, mm. that could have been an interesting film for kids, like where you know people are encroaching on each other's territory and how do you manage that? And, I, and that would have gone, I think, in a different direction that would have been a bit more – would have given them a bit more to work with, a bit more than just like – this boring But in, story.
0: in the structure of this story, that would have actually been the dinosaurs who would have been taking over other people's cultures. Yeah, that's why
1: it's interesting. That That's why it would have been interesting, I think. But you were talking about the humans Well, I, Well, see, because that's where I thought it was going to go. Because when we first started seeing the, the other human family that ends up adopting Spot, I thought we were going to start seeing more and more humans encroaching onto the animal's territory. And I thought that's where the
0: story was going to go. But, but they we weren't... Didn't. They, w- they That's weren't, the thing. Yeah, they, yeah, they weren't, weren't ready at that point. I think, But it's not just that. They weren't like... They weren't like humans. I mean, they didn't have. There was, yeah. They yeah. were like wolves. Yeah. I don't think it was, they were ready. I don't think like it was
1: quite at that point. I just thought that was where it was going to go. It didn't, but that's where I thought it would go.
0: But I think also what the, the, I feel like the world that they're, pos- that they're positing here is one in which humans will never do that. Yeah. And we'll, we'll never have the, have the dinosaurs chance have already done that. Right. Yeah. They, it seems more like they'll be like cons- consistently tribal for the rest of instead of evolving to what we instead of doing what we've done, the yeah, humans will not the, be able to best do that. Because hope for the hopeful would be to pet for the dinosaurs. For the dinosaurs But even if they become more intelligent, even if the humans become more intelligent, the problem is that the dinosaurs are already past their evolutionary level and mm. uh big. Yeah. Like one will, stop from Henry and humans them. are dead. Yeah. You know, so then we're, they're not going to evolve to be the, the top of the food chain because we've got dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. No, anyway, that's like I, I would have gone in that kind of a direction,
1: but it, it just didn't didn't go anywhere interesting. It was just this one individual having one individual story about how to become brave.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how to, you know, it's a coming of age story. Yeah. i never seen that before, a boy coming of age. Gosh, where have I seen that before? Hang on, give me a minute. hmm and yeah, it, even if Arlo had been a girl, right? Arlo, and, like, which is this, which
1: is such a San Francisco hipster name as well. Like you can imagine, at least five people who worked on this uh, have a child named Arlo. It just yeah. it was yeah, yeah, exactly. Why couldn't Arlo have been a girl or just anything, anything that was a little bit different about this?
0: No, nothing. Okay, so do you want to give it a star rating? Two stars. I gave it two and a half stars. I feel like that was generous now, but I didn't seem to mind it as much when I was watching it. Yeah,
1: I didn't mind it. Even, like, I I can imagine, you know, taking kids along to it for a holiday thing and I'm not hating it, but just, like... I don't know, I just the more I think about it, and the more it's such a lazy effort from Pixar that I just kind of I, yeah, I really kind of I don't think it it's
0: amazing that a movie that can have this much work put into it could be lazy, yeah, that's it's, what isn't I mean they, crazy there's so much
1: money and time and effort, and this is
0: the best they could do, yeah, and that's the thing. Pixar's always. Valued story above everything else. Mm-hmm. The story wasn't here, and it
1: just, but wasn't wasn't pushing anything. And the, and anyone who work who works there could have said, "Well, we've done it in four other movies or five other movies, and
0: these are the movies we've done it in, and this is what we did. Why don't we do something different?" It, what the one thing that I will say about it just before we end that I thought was hilarious is that I went to Coles and they were selling toys, and they sold Spot. With giant bug toys and I'm um, the giant bug that, that he he bit kills. the head off. Yeah. <laughs> so all I could picture was a kid buying that, taking it home and ripping the head off it. <laughs> okay. All right. Do you want to wrap yes,
1: up? Yes. Thank you very much for listening to the Silver Screen Queens podcast. If you would like to read our show notes or find old episodes, they're on our website, silverscreenqueens.com. If you want to read Katie's review of The Good Dinosaur or any of the other movies that so far behind right now, she watches, she'll get there eventually. Uh, and you never know when people are listening to this. It could be a month from now. It could be a year from now. Um, You can find it on her blog, silverscreenqueen.wordpress.com. And if you want to find us on social media, we're on Tumblr, tumblr.silverscreenqueens.com, which is basically a Star Wars Tumblr now. <laughs> Sorry.
0: It's just the Poe Dameron show. and Yeah. That's, well, no, that's the Finn my, and Poe show. That's my whole Tumblr was, has, is just like Oscar Isaac and, and Star Wars and nothing.
1: Else. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Lot and Finn it. and Poe. So much Finn and yes, Poe. Yes, much Finn, very Poe, Um, And if you want to find us <sighs> on Twitter, we're at screen underscore queens and on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash silverscreenqueens. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. Bye.